gun Ramos looking like he's got one more good run Sips a little shaky But his heart is still true Oh how that dog loves hunting with me and you Sporting dog adventures run Hey, this is Jeff Fuller of Soggy Acres Retrievers and Sporting Dog Adventures TV. We have had a great run showing our love for dogs with our show, our podcast, our social media, and all that is based on Soggy Acres Retrievers. We proudly bring this podcast to you by Soggy Acres Retrievers and ask you if you are looking for training, boarding, or a yellow, black, or chocolate Labrador Retriever puppies, please check out SoggyAcres.com. Remember, everyone deserves a Soggy Dog. Our great fans of the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast, we are growing at an astronomical rate, and I want to thank you all. I do ask one thing from you. Please give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Please give us a thumbs up. Follow us, subscribe to us on whatever other platforms you're on. And the most important thing I can ask, share our podcast with your friends so that we can grow our love for the dogs and dogs in the field and make it so that people are more involved in our sport. Again, thank you so much for being listeners. Take care. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast. I am your host, Jeff Fuller of Soggy Acres Retrievers, and I want to welcome you on a beautiful fall day into my home while we talk about some good topics. The first part, which is our main topic, will be purebred shaming, and this is going to be talking about the Adopt, Don't Shop shaming, basically plan that is out there by so many to try to shut down purebred dogs. So we'll talk about that first. The second part will be using treats to train your dog. And the third part is going to be our hunting tip, which is going to be titled shoot, shoot, and shoot some more. Talking about how important it is to get yourself out there, get your loved ones out there, get your kids out there, and make sure that they are putting rounds through crossbows, bows, pellet guns, 22s, shotguns and rifles so that they make a good shot and they're prepared for once they get in the field. So it's going to be a fun show. I hope everyone has had a great hunting season so far. Mine is going well. I shot a really nice uh, 8-point buck and then my son shot a really nice 8-point buck. We're going to get one of the two mounted, my son's, even though mine is about the same size, but you only have so much budget for them for that. But uh, it's been a good season. Our duck hunting's been slow, a little slowish. Uh, there seems to be a few birds around now, and I do have my deer tag filled for archery, so I'm going to give it a shot. But nothing, nothing spectacular is expected. I'm also, uh, we did a pheasant hunt, so we're going to try to do a couple more of those. The kids really enjoyed that, and so did I and the dogs. So it's 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 turning out to be one of the better falls I've had on record and looking forward to it getting nothing but better. So what I wanted to talk about is the the strategy out there by the adopt don't shop folks of shaming people for buying a purebred. And 
please understand, this is not telling people that you shouldn't have a rescue dog and you shouldn't go to the Humane Society and get a dog or a cat or whatever. Not at all. I have no problem with that. My problem is that then in our society, which a lot of it is probably the woke culture that we have right now, it is the guilt that is put on people for having a purebred dog, for buying a dog that is purebred. Because, oh my gosh, you could have saved another dog's life. You just don't care. That needs to stop. And that is just flat out wrong. When you look at purebred dogs, and we look at dogs in general, people look at the great quality of dogs. <clears throat> Where do you think that came from? It came from people that bred dogs for a certain trait, had expertise in it, and put time into it to make sure that they were breeding a dog to a standard. When you have rescue dogs, the huge majority of them are dogs that are not purebred, that are, many are still great dogs, but they got those traits from the purebred dogs that were inbred that created the mutt or the mixed breed dog. So it's it's does nothing more than just, it turns my stomach. I will see people that will put up a post that got a puppy from us at our kennel Psyche Acres Retrievers, and they will have flat-out guilt thrown at them, like, wow, I can't believe you bought a dog. I can't believe that you did this, or I can't believe you did that. Folks, when you are, quote-unquote, rescuing a dog, many of those places are also profiting. They are selling those dogs. They are calling it an adoption fee, but that adoption fee is paying workers who are paying bosses that oversee them, who are paying the head of an organization. So please, stop that fallacy that somehow these dogs are just being given away. You're paying an adoption fee. You're paying a fee. I'm not, again, not saying it's a bad thing, but at the same point, if someone wants a purebred dog because they have a love for a certain breed or because they have a certain job they want the dog to have, that is great. We all need to coexist. We all need to learn to get the hell along. Trying to put one side down or the other is not the answer. Dogs are great. Everyone has what they want in a dog. Some people want a rescue dog. Some people want a Labrador Retriever. Some people want a, an Australian Shepherd. Some people want a Pit Bull. Some people want a German Shepherd. There are many things that people want out of their dog that they look at. And we shouldn't be shaming others for their choices. What we should indeed be doing is celebrating that dogs are so popular. It is something that warms my heart when we put our dogs into homes because you're selling these people a dream. It is their dream that they've always had. To give you an idea, I had a dream when I was young. I wanted a chocolate Labrador Retriever. That is what my dream was. I thought this will be great. I'll have this dog that I can play fetch with. I can throw a ball for. I love deer hunting. I can take it out deer hunting, take it along with me in the woods to run around. Maybe if I shoot it a grouse and get lucky enough, it'll fetch it and bring it back. I might get into upland hunting. It was my dream to have that, to have that best friend, to have that buddy that could just ride in the truck along uh, along next to me and, and just hang out. And I turned that dream into a passion, which turned into multiple businesses, which has turned into something that has grown beyond my wildest belief, which my giving back is on the podcast, which is trying to make sure that we keep that dream alive for other people, make sure that we talk about the love of dogs and everything good about it and getting involved in the field and getting involved in hunting, health, nutrition, all of those great things so that 
we could spread my love and my passion to others. So again, we need to get away from the shaming people. Oh, I can't believe you didn't get a rescue. It shouldn't be that. It shouldn't be, I can't believe you got a mixed breed dog and didn't get a, didn't get a purebred. It should be, that's great. I love your dog. You've got a great dog. Congratulations. We need to get to more of that. Dogs are one of the least political things out there, but of course there is still politics thrown in. There are many cities in the more liberal areas that are trying to ban dog breeding in general, and they're trying to make it where you can't sell dogs at all unless you are adopting them out for rescues. Well, if there's an adoption fee, it's the same as having a fee if you're buying a dog. They're both being sold. So we shouldn't discriminate discriminate against one or the other. What we should do is celebrate dogs, celebrate the wonder of dogs. And we should make sure that we are holding stuff to a standard so that we are having people with a dog that has the best possible chance for success and the best possible chance for good health. But the shaming needs to stop. So I hope you think about that. If you've ever muttered those words to someone, I hope that next time you don't. And I hope that you can look at dogs for what they are. They are wonderful. They are best friends. They are dreams. And they are something we can all be passionate about. The only, the only complaint I have about dogs is they just don't live long enough. When dogs die, they go to the Rainbow Bridge where they wait for us. When we pass, I know already that I'm going to be mobbed by dogs when I get there because I'm going to have so many wonderful dogs that I have had in my house and had part of our program. I can't wait to see them. It's going to be a little bit, but that is something I look forward to. And again, when you talk about stuff, they always say they always say there's a question on if there's dogs in heaven. If there's not dogs in heaven, I'm not going. So that's the end of this part of the show. Next, we're going to talk about treats and using them to help train your dog and the merit of it. And then after that, we're going to talk about our hunting tip, which is shoot, shoot, and shoot again. All that and more coming up after this. Jeff Fuller from Sporting Dog Adventures and Soggy Acres Retrievers. In our house, my wife hates having the plastic kennels and wire crates. We need them for the dogs because we have times when they need to be put somewhere. But she cannot stand the look. So we talked to DCT Kennels and we now have a new partnership with them for a product that is a crate but also a piece of furniture. If you want something that is practical as well as great looking, check out DCT Kennels. Jeff Fuller again from Soggy Acres Retrievers and Sporting Dog Adventures Podcast. When you look at hunting, you need to have yourself prepared. Our good friends at Mac Outdoors have reloading supplies as well as great clay target machines to get you prepared so you have more success in the field. Don't get that dirty look from your dog. Check out Mac Outdoors. Welcome back to the show. It's our tip portion of the show for dogs. And on this portion or this tip, I wanted to talk about using treats as a training method. Now I will use treats with a young dog. I won't with an older dog, but I will use it with puppies for teaching, sit, hear, kennel. I don't have a problem using treats. It's a great thing, especially with food uh, food motivated breeds like the Labrador, Labrador Retrievers that we breed. It is something that will get their attention and keep their attention. I do have a problem with some of the treats people use. There are many treats out there that are very poor for a dog. It's like giving your dog 
a cube of lard. It's like giving your dog a French fry. Why not just use our good food that we have done our research on and that we have for the dogs to make them healthy and grow good lean muscle and be at a good weight? When you measure their food out in the morning, just take a handful out for your treats, quote unquote, and use the kibble. It's a really good way to calorically control our dog's diets and keep them in shape. And using treats, again, is something that works so well. If you're teaching a dog to sit, you can give them a piece of kibble so they know it's in your hand, then hold one in your hand. You can take it, work it back right over the top of them. They're puppies, they're clumsy, they fall on their butt, tell them, sit, good dog, give them the treat. Do that about three times, the dog's going to come up and sit by you all the time because they think you are the treat god. You want a dog to go into a kennel? Show them that treat, throw it into the into their crate, tell them kennel. They're, they don't think they're doing a command. They think they're just going in to go uh, get the food. Do that four or five times. You say kennel, that little guy's going to run right in there because they're going to be like, man, I get a treat whenever it is I am in here. Teaching them to come to you, call their name, say here, have it in your hand, give it to them when they, when they come to you. That dog is going to be like Velcro stuck to your side. Treats are a great thing. We eventually, after a month or so of doing commands, will transition away from treats to praise as the reward. So telling the dog, good dog, good dog, as the praise instead of a treat. And from there, your training just moves up, up, and away. So I hope that helps you on our dog training tip. Next, we're going to go into our hunting tip, which is titled, Shoot, Shoot, and Shoot Again. All that and more coming up after this. Hey, this is Jeff Fuller from Sporting Dog Adventures Podcast. I want you to know that we buy all of our trucks at Boucher Automotive. We go to Janesville. They've got a great selection, great staff. If you're looking for a new truck or car, check out our friends at Boucher Automotive in Janesville. Next up for the show is our hunting tip, which is going to be titled Shoot, Shoot, and Shoot Again. My son Clayton was out hunting for archery. He took a shot on a deer just hit it a little low. So it was quite the adventure tracking the deer. We recovered it. It was a beautiful buck, about 130 inch eight point. I talked to him while we were sitting there waiting to go track the deer and we both agreed we need to shoot more. I told him before our trip to Wyoming next year, he needs to shoot at least 500 times. Now, it doesn't need to be 500 times with a high powered rifle that we're taking out there. It needs to be with a pellet gun, it needs to be with a 22, it needs to be with a crossbow because shooting is about breath control, trigger pull, and form. And it is something that you develop a muscle memory on. I explained to him how earlier this, this archery season, I was out myself. I had about 150 inch deer come in, biggest deer I've ever seen when I'm out hunting, and I missed. I totally blew it. I was so jacked up, I was so excited. I went home that next week. I shot for an hour and a half with my crossbow and I did not stop until I put six bolts in the bullseye touching each other. And that took me an hour and a half to get to that point. Once I was at that point, I thought, you know what? I'm ready. I'm comfortable. When I got my next chance, it was a much harder shot. The deer was moving. It was close. But when I pulled up, I had so much confidence in my ability, hit where I wanted. I actually put the broadhead right through the deer's heart it was a great shot, and I credit that all to the fact that I took the time out to practice. I've been in the military for six years. I was a police officer for 10 years. I've shot probably 100,000 rounds, and I believe that I, 
I understand that I need to shoot more. So we can all take a page from that and what we learned in our family this year. Shoot a lot. Shoot often. It doesn't need to be high-powered. It can be archery equipment. It can be a pellet gun. Work on getting yourself so that you are in the best shape and have your form in the best shape so that when you do get excited, you're kind of mitigating anything that could go wrong. So I hope that helps you in your hunting season and future hunting seasons. I do want to thank everyone for stopping by and listening to our show. Our show in the dog world is the fastest growing show I can find. It is just exploding. I want to thank everyone for listening. Please give us five-star ratings, thumbs up, share us, follow our podcast. Anything you can do on the platforms you're on that helps raise the visibility of the show. If you want to support us, I'm going to be putting a link for anchor support right into the show description where you can pledge a dollar, $10, whatever you would want. You can do monthly. Any support we can get helps us and helps us put more financial backing behind our show so that we can help spread our love for dogs and love for the outdoors. Again, thank you so much for stopping in. I hope you have a great week. I hope your hunting season is going well. God bless. Sporting dog adventures run, boy, run. Everything you need is here under the sun.